I'm Mark Verkler, founder of Samaritan's Well. I've been a counselor, a licensed counselor, for over 30 years. In these teachings, I'm going to teach the key things that I've used for counseling people and from a biblical perspective. The first three teachings will be on forgiving others, forgiving ourselves, and forgiving God. So first, forgiving others. Mark 12, 30 and 31 says, And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. Love others in balance with the way that you love yourself. Some people are out of balance in loving others and not themselves. Some people are out of balance in loving themselves and not loving others enough. I'm sure you know a few people like that. So let's think about this for a minute. Jesus says, keep them both balanced. How do you forgive others if it's out of balance? You can't do it from a distance. You have to own it. It takes courage to forgive others. So think about this for a minute. For me to forgive someone, I have to acknowledge or hold close the hurt that I've felt from them and the anger. The hurt is about injustice. The, 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 the hurt is about how much uh, I have grieved, okay? The anger or sometimes even hate, right, uh, is about the injustice. And so let's think about this for a minute. The Bible says that really hating someone is loving them less than God asked me to love them. So when he says um, you must hate your mother or your father, your brother, your sister, yes, even your own life, what does he mean? He means that we must love ourselves and others less than we love God. But when we love others less than what God has asked us to, like less than we love ourselves, we have to forgive. So think about one way to do this is to write down in a journal just between you and God all the ways this person has hurt you, all the ways that you're angry with them. Most people default either towards the hurt part, the grieving, which is more vulnerable, or the angry part, which feels more powerful. What happens when I'm angry? It gives me an illusion of control. Now, it's true that, that real anger is a reaction to a perceived injustice. But think about being angry like eating manna. It's fine, and it can actually feed you the day that you eat it. But if you keep it overnight, it gets worms. That's what God says about holding on to anger. Be angry and yet do not sin. Don't let the sun go down in your anger and do not give the devil an opportunity. That word for opportunity is topos. It means a place. We give the enemy a place in our soul when we don't forgive someone. So how do we do it? We've written out the hurts 
and the anger and we've put it down. So we've owned it. We have pulled it close. And then here's the prayer. Lord, show me everything I've not released and totally forgiven this person for. And number two, Lord, I forgive this person and be specific with every wrong. Third, Lord, I bless this person. One of the most important verses for forgiveness is Matthew 5, But I say to you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Bless them is the way to cap off forgiveness. Well, thanks for joining us today. You can find us at SamaritansWell.com and SamaritansWell on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We offer counseling, coaching, and conferences. And check back soon for the Samaritans Well Counseling and Coaching Certification. Call or text us at 469-296-8569. Thanks.